Jonah Mugosha, and today we're going to be talking about the pain and the process of growth. And I think that's something you and I can relate to. Magwato Anoya, which is Amakuja Shunjaku, with a good busy musi, Kudamu relationship, there are pains sometimes that are associated with the process of, you know, getting well. Just like when you go to the doctor and you tell the doctor, I'm not feeling well, I'm feeling a little bit of pain. The doc will prescribe something for you to take to improve. And if you know somebody who's going through pain, we try and soothe them right out of that pain. It's part of the process of their recovering process. But the beauty, the beautiful thing that comes out of that painful process is often something that is to be celebrated. And we want to talk a little bit more about that. Welcome, John Amungoshi. It's always exciting to have you on a Wednesday during our half hour with you. Hey, Falake, it's good to see you back on this program. So today we want to talk about the pain and the process of growth. Let's get right into it. Right. So the starting point is this. The most difficult task for someone who's starting a business is just getting started. It's a very difficult thing. But if you overcome that, the next difficult step that you need to take or the next hurdle is getting to be viable. Could a business that I get a profit? Making sure that your business is viable is the next most difficult thing after you have started. If your business is viable and it's actually making a profit, it's sustaining itself, then the next most difficult thing is growing. So you find that there are many local businesses that struggle to grow. But they don't know how to do it. So they remain in what I call survivalist mode. If business enough to survive, their income generating projects are mostly solopreneurs. You're running this alone and you're always at the brink of collapse. And yet these owners desire growth, profitability, stability, but don't know how to achieve it. So if you're one of those, who has started a business or is running a business and would desire that business to grow, or if you are planning to start a business and you want to make sure that business is not a survivalist business, is not just a solopreneur, but is a business that will grow, then listen to what I have to say. You just might benefit from this program. Are we together so far, Falake? We are certainly, and we're looking forward to more. Fantastic. So, first, let's cover some basic concepts. Number one, growth is optional. What I mean by growth is not every business will grow. There are businesses that are a one-man band and are determined to remain that way. There's absolutely nothing wrong. So don't feel like if you're not growing, then there's something wrong with you. Maybe you've grown to your maximum level of growth and you are happy, contented, or you just don't want to bother with the pain of growing from where you are to being bigger. So growth is optional. Now, when we say growth is optional, we are also saying that growth rarely happens by accident. You actually have to to be deliberate about it. So that's the first concept. Growth is optional. Don't feel compelled to grow, but if you want to grow, if you have the desire to grow, if you have that burning passion to grow, then go for it. Number two concept is that growth generally is organic. It's organic. What we mean is this. When a child is learning to walk, for example, From birth, the child will learn to sit 
first. And then once the child is able to sit, maybe the child will start learning how to crawl. Once the child can crawl, will learn how to stand up and then walk. It rarely happens that a child who cannot sit, who cannot crawl, who cannot stand up, starts walking. Right. Maybe it happens, but that would be an exception rather than the rule. So it's the same with business. I've seen a lot of people who desire to grow, but we have got these unrealistic expectations. They put overnight, I'm just going to become really, really big. The problem with that is you are not likely to be able to sustain it. So take, for example, somebody who's really skinny and, and not very healthy, decides to go to the gym and decides that, you know, after a couple of weeks, I want to be lifting 100 kilograms. I don't think your muscles are toned to be able to do that at that point. Maybe you want to start with 10, with 15, I mean, depending on where you are. But the point is, growth is organic. You need to take it step by step. So patience is required. Are there exceptions? Obviously, like everything else in life, there are exceptions. There are kids who go to university at 12. Does that mean we now teach every kid to go to university at 12? No, we don't, because those are few and there are exceptions, which is why they are noteworthy and we celebrate them. <clears throat> The third concept is the concept of pregnancy or gestation. If you look at a mosquito, the whole life cycle of a mosquito from being an egg to being an adult mosquito takes about 8 to 10 days on average. So you'll find that there are plans for growth that are looking at maybe growing in small stages and in such a plan, the gestation period or the period because it's a, it's a small plan, but if you've got a big plan, you can look at it like the gestation period of an elephant. Mimba elephant, you know, Takurwa, from 18 up to 24, we're going to two years. So you're also saying if you really want to grow big, you need to think about the length of time it will take you to get to where you are, to where you want to be. And during that period, you might not be harvesting. Panguva fertilizer, and I don't mean literally, but I mean uh, as a metaphor, towards your plan. So those are three concepts that are important. One, growth is optional. So as a result, you grow because you want to and you make an effort. Number two, growth is organic. If that happens, that's an exception. And in most cases, it is very difficult to sustain. And three, think about pregnancy. Think about gestation. How, how much growth are you looking for will determine the time that it will take and also the time that you will need to sacrifice before you are able to harvest. Are we together so far? We are indeed. It's 20 minutes before we get to 3 o'clock on Capital 100.4 FM. Harada's Heartbeat. It's the Pulse hosting Jonah Mgoshi on the half hour with Jonah Mgoshi every single Wednesday. Today we're talking, we're talking rather, about the pain and the process of growth. And we've just been going through some of the essential concepts that must be understood for you to be able to grow. Now, are there conditions, um, Jonah, that are necessary for growth in itself? Totally. Definitely. There are some conditions. Let me touch on five conditions. These are not exhaustive. There may be others, but number one, demand. 
market untapped potential uneumbo here evidence in order to but pane ma customer anokwanisa kutenga kwandiri ndinokwanisa kuwedzera vanhu vari kutenga kubva kwandiri ndiri kuwana here demand yekuti zvinhu zvese vanhu kutengesa zviri kupera kana kuti pane vamwe vari neighboring who want my whatever i'm selling but i'm not able to serve them so think about this look for demand and how do you look for demand Chaga evidence there must be evidence umbo unotaridza kuti pane vanhu vane shungu vane chido chekutenga zvauri kwanisa ku supply asi iwe ndivo usirikwanisa kuzadzikisa zvido zvavo number 2 your own appetite for growth do you desire growth why this desire is important is that the effort yekukura kubva pauri kuenda pachinano chaunenge uchida inorwadza it's it's painful so if you look at maybe a child going back to that analogy mwana kutazodzidzira kufamba Anenga eza kusimuka achipunzika kangani how many times does the baby have to get up and fall before they are able to walk the process of growth is painful saka condition number 2 is are you hungry enough for growth if you are not hungry enough for it then don't go for it because it is painful and it requires effort requires time number 3 resources Have you set aside something pane mari yauri kuwana tatisusi chekutanga chakaoma chikutangisa business chechipiri chakaoma is to make your business viable so that it's profitable as the business is profitable you can start looking at growth it's very difficult for you to think about growth when you're making losses so if you're being profitable enough have you put aside some money for your growth because when we're talking of growth tukutaura kuti pane zvinhu zvaochata uwedzera pane zvauri maybe you'll make your shop bigger maybe you'll buy more inventory yezvinhu zvaochatengesa maybe you're going to employ another person maybe you'll market to more people all those things require what money so you need to put aside some resources for your growth and as you continue to grow during that gestation period whether it's you are an elephant who's got 18 to 24 months or a mosquito who's got 8 to 10 days but period yoyo pane ma resources auchatoramba uchiuza kuti unge uchigrow just like a farmer continues to to use more resources in order to fertilize the crops in order to use i don't know weed killers you name it but During that period if you're going to grow have some resources so that's condition number 3 ask yourself do i have at least some resources to help me grow number 4 viable business model can also create a profit then don't start about don't start thinking or planning or working on growth start thinking planning on working to make your business profitable if your business is not viable it is not the right time to be thinking about growth is the time to focus on viability are you making a profit month by month maria or kuwana yakawanda here kudarika maria or kushandisa in your business and as a result of that are you setting aside something going back to number 3 which was resources and finally number 5 you need a practical growth plan kana usina plan ya wanyore kuti ndiri kuita zvakati nezvakati nezvakati you are not yet ready for growth so if you're going to grow plan for it As I said before growth doesn't happen by accident the more uh, carefully you have planned the more likely that your plan will succeed so those are the five conditions that market demand and you can check the evidence there business owner's appetite your own appetite your desire to grow resources having money you've put aside for growth and that you keep putting aside for that period that gestation period when you're growing number 4 viable business model are you making profit and number 5 practical growth plan in order for you to have a sustainable process what could be an example um jona of a, a, a business model that isn't viable uh a business model that isn't viable well mm-hmm. let me just think quickly something that comes to mind is you could look at a business ga which is in a business no vugari ne mari because vanhu vakawanda vari kupinda mariri 
And it, but what you might not be looking at is how many of those remain in that business and for how long they remain there. So supposing this is not, don't misquote me. I'm not saying this business model is not viable, not at all. But let's just suppose, right? Suppose that business Rema Kombi, Ariskupamari at the moment. Maybe because the requirements for you to register are very stringent. Maybe because people are also preferring some other modes of transport and, and maybe private uh, transport. Maybe because you are having to, to pay for some other expenses, you name it, and you're not maintaining a vehicle. You could look at it and see, but you might not realize that there is also a, a very high attrition rate. So many people are getting in and getting out, getting in, getting out, getting in, getting out. But but you're seeing a business and you think this is profitable. And I've seen that happening, but not necessarily with combis, but in other business models where people are fooled by the fact that other people are doing it. For sure, I was going to say for shizzle, for sure, is this business generating the money uh, that, that will sustain it? So it's important for you to be very careful. All right, so let's actually talk about the actual process in itself that will help you see um, growth in your business. Are there any key processes that we should be paying attention to, that we should be looking out to carry out maybe? Definitely. Let me share just four things. Once again, this is not exhaustive. It's not, you know, like there's nothing else beyond this, but it's a great starting point. And I also like to keep things simple. So number one, the Bible says without a vision, can you finish that for like without a vision? I can't remember. I can't remember. The people will perish. <laughs> I like that. I like your honesty. The people will perish without a vision. So, in order for you to grow, before you create that plan in your business, you must create it in your mind. Vision is a business for the next three years. You are well on your way to having that, that, that growth, that vision. Just having a clear vision, preferably written down vision of where you see yourself in the next whatever period your gestation period is. Because if you can't see it in your mind, it's very difficult that you will create it. First, we create whatever is man-made in our mind, and then we manifest it physically, and then we create it physically. So step number one in the process is have a vision of growth. Step number two, do what we call a SWOT analysis. SWOT, Yakamira strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. When we're saying strength, Jitari says a business, the zip is randinazos, nondipa simbareku kunda muhondo ye business. What is it that I have that will make me win in this business battle? What, what are the qualities that I have? Maybe there's expertise. Maybe you are, you are employing and you're working with people who are highly skilled. Maybe you've got certain knowledge that most people don't have. Maybe you've got processes that are very efficient so that you deliver very quickly. Maybe you've got a very high quality product. Whatever it is, look at your strength and be very clear on your strength. And then look at your weaknesses. The puppy Kundikana Kunyato, Kwanisa Kufadza customer. The Papa Muru Kwanisa Kunyato, 
pamuri kukundikana kunyatso kwanisa kusvika pachinano cheunyanzi che, che chamuri kutarisira so you must know that and be honest with yourself so that you can see to what extent is this going to help me to grow or to what extent will this inhibit me from growing <coughs> opportunities and threats tarisa zvirimo naraunda mako ndezvipi zvatingati mikana yandinayo yekuti pakukure kwandiri kuita ndino kwanisa kushandisa mikana yeye sematano semanera ikura mandichikwira kuti ndinosvika pamuono wangu pa vision yangu what are the opportunities that you can take advantage of and at the same time what are the threats ndezvipi zvatinochikira kuti izvi zvikaitika zvinokwanisa kuderedzera business rangu pasi kana kuti destroy business rangu so you need to be clear on the main strengths and weaknesses that you possess and the major opportunities and threats that exist sometimes people look at these and say ah zvino ngoitwa nema big companies there is absolutely nothing stopping you running your little tech shop to say what are my strengths and weaknesses what are the opportunities and threats and then plan for growing that tech shop from there on businesses businesses don't have plans because they are big they are big because they have plans it's small business who have plans and who implement those plans who grow into big business number yeah. three. Set a goal. Have a goal. A goal is like ndinechinangwa chepandiri kuda kuenda. Yes, you've got a vision. In three years' time, I can see the picture. But when we talk of a goal, we are talking of something that is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. So, no goda kuti, pa six months zinotera, ndodao ndingenda shikapa. Maybe you're saying every month, ndirukuita 1,000 US dollars sales. By the end of six months, you're going to get 1,200. It's a goal you have set for yourself. Once you have a goal, then you can say, What are the actions I need to take? So set a goal, set goals, and those goals can be leading you to your vision. So you could have a goal for the next three months, for the next six months, for the next nine months, for the next one year, right up to the vision that you have set for yourself. Set those goals. Once you have done this, une vision, muone wakorida kuenda, watarisa kusimba kwako, nekuderira kwako, mikana eripo, nezwa unochikiro jingangwa, the strengths, weaknesses, and opportunities and threats. You have set a goal, jinangwa za winazo, jinenguwa, nenguwa, kuti mshira memwezi mitatu, mwezi mitanatu, mwezi mpfumba amwe, you've set those those goals the next thing and probably the most important thing is execution execution means taking action i've seen so many people who have visions who can do a SWOT analysis that is beautiful whose goals will sweep you off your feet but when it comes to execution so execution is by far the most important if you forget to have a vision to do your SWOT analysis, to goal set, execute. And when we're talking of execution, we're talking of two major things. One, you are executing to increase your capacity. And increase the capacity. How do you do this? You can go for training. Any training that you get makes you more knowledgeable, makes you more capable. You can never become a lesser person by learning something. Training, learning is an investment you make in yourself. It's a gift you give to yourself. And people can take lots of things away from you. They can take your car, they can take your house, your clothes, they can take your wife or your husband, but they can't take the knowledge you've got unless they kill you. But even if they kill you, they won't get that knowledge. So training is of utmost importance. In your journey to grow, don't forget this. Actually, some people say your business will grow to the extent that you personally grow. How do you grow? By learning new things, by doing new things, by getting out of your comfort zone, by daring 
to be affirmatively disruptive, disrupt your old ways of doing things and put new ways. You look at machinery. Increasing capacity might mean getting more machinery, new machinery. It might mean enhancing your systems where you were inefficient before. more efficient. Maybe you immediately send them a thank you SMS, and you make sure in three days' time you send them another SMS. a mailing list so that all the customers who ever bought from you, via WhatsApp group, and they are referring other people to you. All that is part of growth. You are improving your systems. Finally, on execution, so number one is increasing capacity. Number two on execution is designing and implementing a campaign for growth. Can I see the campaign? A lot of people know campaign when it comes to uh, um, elections and, and, and politics. So you go on the two on the road, you're having rallies, you're taking to people, you're printing T-shirts, you name it, what have you. So when we're talking of a campaign for marketing, we're saying you are actually making a consented intensive effort in a small or short period of time to increase your business. It might be attracting customers. It might be, uh, you know, extended marketing. Maybe you're attracting people. You give them a hook. Could you try a chakati? And I'm giving this as an additional thing or this for free. And you're clear on who you're targeting with that campaign. And you're doing it for a measured period of time. And you're monitoring that. So the fourth step in the process, and that's the last step I'll cover, is that you need to increase your capacity through training, getting more machinery, improving your systems, for example. And you need to design and implement a campaign that brings in new customers, that extends your offer to new people, that reaches new markets that you might not be getting. So in a nutshell, that's the process. Have a vision, do a SWOT analysis, set goals, and then execute. It is Capital 100.4 FM, Harare Zabi. We've been talking and going through some of the essential pointers that are necessary for you to experience growth as well as the pains in your business. Are you an upcoming person trying to set up your business? Or maybe you already have one, but you are trying to grow your business. I think this has been useful for you. So there have been a couple of questions that have come through, Jonah, and let's hope we can try to get through them um, as quickly as we possibly can. So um, Garika in Southerton comes through and says, and I think I had a similar question in my mind, can you explain growth being organic? Because you spoke about how growth is optional, right? But you also said growth must also be organic. It kind of sounds like it's, a, it's an oxymoron there. Maybe you can explain that a little bit more for us, Jonah. No problem. So when we're saying organic, we're saying it grows in the same way that living things grow. So if you, if, if you plant a seed, right, the seed will germinate, and then uh, you, you've got a seedling, and sometimes you then take that seedling and you put it in more fertile soil, etc. So what I'm saying with a business is start small, start where you are, be realistic about your growth. You can't expect, I mean, somebody comes to me and says, you know what, I've got this big plan that I'm going to make 100000 a month in the next six months. They say, wonderful. Have you ever made 50000 a month? No. Have you ever, ever made 20000 a month? No. Have you ever made 10000 a month? No. What is the biggest amount you've made in a month? Uh, $500. And I say, and you want to make six hundred? Uh, I mean, 100000 in six months? Let's see your plan. But chances are you are probably trying to disobey the organic growth uh, rule. You are trying to just, boom get so big overnight. So organic growth means you take it step by step. Maybe right now you're making a thousand a month, aim to make, let's say, 2,000 within the next six months. Maybe aim to make, uh, I don't know, uh, 3,000 within the next 
one and a half years or something like that. All I'm saying is be realistic, take it step by step in the same way that nature uh, handles growth in an organic way. It's stage by stage. And as you grow at each stage, you are developing the necessary capacities to reach the next stage. Just like when a child grows, they are developing their muscles to, to reach the next stage. And um, 2301 comes, she says, uh, what can I do to save profit at Tambura? I'm selling, but to save profit at And they're also asking how they can contact you. And maybe that could also be a parting show, Jonah. Right. So listen, uh, to contact me, you can send a message, just your name via WhatsApp. Send your name via WhatsApp to join the success family. And the number is 0775-190-718. I'll repeat that, 775 0775- one nine zero seven one eight. Just send your name there, and we'll get back to you. Uh, but I didn't quite get the question. The saying under the tambura about what? Just go over that again. So they want to figure out how do they actually save profit from the business? They are selling, but to actually save the profit, they are unable to do that. Well, here is one tip I can give you. Uh, when you get money, there are things you have to do, or else you'll be in deep trouble. If you're renting a house, you have to pay rent, whether you like it or not. If you want to survive, you have to eat. So you have to buy food, whether you like it or not. You can't walk around naked, so you need clothes, whether you like it or not. Right now in winter, you need blankets, whether you like it or not. So if growth to you becomes a need rather than a want, where you're saying, in the same way that I need air to breathe, I need to grow, then you will put aside money for your growth before you pay the hairdresser, before you go to a show, yeah, I don't know who the latest uh, pop artist is, before you go and buy that pizza, you will put aside money for growth. I'm amazed by people who have got more expensive phones than me, but who keep telling me they are unable to save. No, you're not unable to save. You just have your priorities the wrong way. You are not taking yourself seriously. You're busy paying other people first, like the person who you're renting the house to before you pay yourself. You're busy paying the hairdresser and God knows who else you're paying. You can't do it if you put your mind to it. If you're not able to do it, you are not serious with your life. Period. Mm, I love that. And that's all we have for you today on Half Hour. Jonah, Jonah, we look forward to having you next week as we continue to track the processes of growth. Right, Sean? Capital 100.4 FM. Harad is happy. Awesome. I wish you an end in growth for the rest of your life. Indeed, indeed. Love it, love it, love it. Well, that looks like that's all the time we have for you today.